the volume. on another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco, coming off a Scotty Van Bad Beat on a Monday that caused us to finally schedule a haircut. That's right, the fro is going from the six-foot club back to coach. Don't call it a 5'10 middle seat. We are... Ending the NBA podcast winning streak at seven straight. We could not get to eight great nights. Shout out to half of my heritage on that one. No way. I couldn't believe it. It took, oh, by the way, a Joel Embiid 0 for 12 in the second half and an 18-point lead squandered by the Philadelphia 76ers to end our win streak. And you already know I'm going right back at them, right back at it as my lock of the day. I'll get to in a sec in game five for the Philly hosting the Hawks Wednesday night special. On a positive note, we cash Kawhi 25 plus points and the Clippers on the money line. That paid just about even money. So if you lost, you got it right back on my second pick. And that is all I can say. We did our very best. And we have cashed four straight FanDuel same game parlays. A new feature on their app. If you are in a legal state listing, you are cashing with me straight to the bank. Today's episode, it's all about what we do next. But it has a special guest from the Action Network, Amanda Rose. An unbelievable insight into golf and overall how to bet golf. We have the U.S. Open taking place in my own childhood backyard. Torrey Pines, San Diego. You can't get more Ron Burgundy spectacular with the weather. We have Amanda coming up for you right after my pick. It will take us into the end of the episode. Amanda is insightful, informative, wins money on golf, and quite frankly, Golf and value, they go hand in hand, but there is a lot of money to make in the world of betting. Golf, if you pay attention, and Miss Amanda Rose absolutely does. It was a phenomenal conversation. We'll get to that in a second. The U.S. Open, by the way, has not had a playoff go into the next day since the Torrey Pines 2008 Tiger Woods versus Rocco's Modern. What? You know how it goes. It was a special, special 2008 tournament. If you remember, I do. Were we gambling on it? Don't worry about it. Just know Torrey Pines hosting the U.S. Open is a special moment for all San Diegans, and I can't wait. Shout out to the homie Phil Mickelson, hometown San Diego native alma mater. Same high school. Oh, by the way, if you didn't know, and you didn't want to, oh, well, you knew now. Me and Phil went to the same high school. Different decades, of course. All right, let's get into it. Lock of the day is actually going to be a same-game FanDuel special. I got no other way to look at it than a Game 5 Sixers beer pong rebuttal. They squandered an unacceptable lead. I was on my floor. If you follow the volume sports on Instagram, they tagged me in a bad beat video 
Embiid could not get out of his big friendly giant way. Missed a layup. Simmons missed it right after. This is how we lose. I couldn't believe it. So I got to go back to the Sixers on the money line. Monaco money line. Minus 270. Forget about the 6.5 spread. We just need Philly to win. And we just need Joel Embiid to put up 25 plus points on FanDuel. Which is, oh by the way, minus 320. But on FanDuel, if you put those two together, same game parlay, pays minus 135. 135 down to win 100. I see it so crystal clear like I'm coming out of a perfect 20-minute afternoon cat nap. Just kidding. Nappings for the weak-hearted. I nap all the time. What do we know to be true? The Hawks got lucky. The Hawks win 103-100. They're down 13 at the half. Apparently, the number 16 seems to be what's most prevalent in this series. The Hawks outscore the Sixers by 16 in the second half. The Sixers beat the Hawks by 16 in games two and game three. I don't know what the heck's going on with this number. If you're a numbers person, you're enjoying that. But here's what we know. The Hawks were held again to under 40% shooting as a team. 36.6% and just 12 of 40 from beyond the arc. And that is significant knowing that the Hawks had 21 threes in game one and 17 in game two and game three combined. All right. Philly lost the turnover battle Monday night and that sorely affected them because quite frankly, Philly shot better and they had a better three point percentage. They obviously are winning the rebounds. They have been dominant in the interior. We're talking about Philly averaging nearly 59 points per game in the paint, shooting on 67% from inside eight feet of the basket before game four is lost. They have been all but dominant. Without Danny Green, they were undefeated. Now they are no longer. But I did enjoy that Cork Moss filled in and he got himself in double digits and every starter for the Sixers got themselves in double digits. And if you think Joel Embiid's going four for 20 on 17 points again in game five, where look, Philly's one of the hardest crowds to play in, but they are not going to Donovan McNabb, this man out of the arena. He is the heart and soul. He is the heartbeat of this team. There is no way Philly does not wrap their arms around Joel 0 for 12 in the second half won't happen again. This man in this series was averaging 35 before the 17-point outing in Game 4. He had 39 in Game 1, 40 in Game 2, 27 in Game 3. I'm not worried in the slightest that Joel is not going to bounce back. And Trey Young? Trey Young had to put on a 25-point... 18 assists, playoff career high outing, which is the most assists. That's the most assists for a 25-point score in a playoff game since Tim Hardaway Sr. in 1991 when I was in Tommy Pickles' Rugrat diapers. Look, this is how big of an impact it is when Joel Embiid can't get you 20 points. For the Sixers, they are... Only 36 and 33 when Embiid scores less than 20 points in his entire career. When he hits over 20 points, 126 and 55. If there's one stat for you to take away, 126 and 55 when the man puts up over 20 and just three games over 500 when he doesn't. 
Our magic eight ball number is 25, but I am telling you, we are going to be singing Kumbaya by the cash register. Get ready to order your Uber Eats, baby. We are eating now and not eating in on this one. Again, this was an anomaly. You had to have Trey Young put up a stat that hasn't happened since 1991 and Embiid to go over in the second half and the Hawks win by three. I think Philly probably covers the spread in this one. And Joel gives us that 25 plus points. But we're going to go on the money line. Philly on the money line. MB 25 plus. Minus 135. All five scores in double figures yet again. And I already told you it was a career high for Tobias. He got another 20 points. That's seven straight. Remarkable remarkable playoffs from Mr. Tobias Arrested Development Harris taking Austin Powers bow. Give me the sixes, money line, FanDuel same game parlay, and B20+. plus. I'll see you at the cash register. And without further ado, let's get to the interview with the Action Network's Amanda Rose. Moneyline Monaco is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required, with a free entry to an NBA contest. Plus, for those who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? FanDuel Fantasy is an easy-to-use app. Different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level compete for top cash payouts and compete against your friends in head-to-head matchups. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required, with a free entry to an NBA contest. And FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus Instantly, when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match, go to fanduel.com forward slash cowherd to sign up today. That is fanduel.com forward slash cowherd so they know we sent you. Fanduel, more ways to win. Let's go. So, you're a sports fan. That's why you're listening, baby. But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. And I'm all over it, like Revis Island. I'm literally 196 and 145. I'm batting 57% over 300 bets on this app. I have nothing but great things to say about it. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app was recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action app, you can see the latest picks and articles from Action Network gambling experts, as well as personalities like Colin Cowherd, compare odds from different sports books, and track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing. So, if the game means more to you, Download the free Action Network app and start betting smarter. And feel free to hit me up. Because I'll go toe-to-toe with you, baby, any day, any moment, on any sport. Let's go! 
chilling on the mic with the Action Network expert from all things golf, Amanda Rose. Amanda, thanks so much for joining us this week. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So we're chilling. I'm. This is kind of a, a match and a tournament close to my heart. I'm from San Diego, born and raised. And obviously, as you've alluded to already, it hasn't taken place here, the U.S. Open, since 2008. I don't know where you were in the world, but I remember Rocco versus Tiger like it was yesterday. That was an unbelievable final Sunday. Obviously, Tiger got the W, but any quick thoughts on just having it right back in, in Ron Burgundy land here in 2021? Yeah, it's it's fun that it's back, you know, first time since 2008. And that was actually the last time the U.S. Open was won in a playoff or went to a playoff. So that's kind of like a fun history thing. Because, I mean, they had the Monday finish and it went to night, an extra hole in the Monday. So it was a really, really fun week. I mean, Tiger won on the broken leg. But, I mean, Torrey's just such a special place. It's one of the few courses in the U.S. Open Rota that gets – um played every single year on tour granted i mean the course setup is so different between tory at the farmers and tory at the us open but like the guys know this course better than they know like an oak hill or an oakmont sure for most definitely and it's and it's interesting because when you get such a treat to come down to tory and and play and and live in san diego for the weekend i wonder because i'm a little quantitative and qualitative when it comes to betting like when you're looking at golf do you assess just city terrain comfortability with golfers at that specific course like Kepka's won you know the U.S. Open twice but he hasn't won it in San Diego like do, do you factor all of these things in when you're firing on golf bets yes and no like obviously you're gonna look at guys that like San Diego that play well play well there like that like the POA um greens like uh Xander Shoffley he's a really good example San Diego kid he went to San Diego yeah. State um and then, but then you also look at like a Brooks Kepka, where, I mean, he plays really well on really, really difficult courses and the harder the courses are, the better he tends to play. So I just think he's a horse for this event. I don't, I don't even think it's as much of it. And he needs to be like a horse for a course at the open. I just think he's good in the U S open. And I think Tommy Fleetwood's kind of the same well way where you get, he gets on these courses where you have to be a good ball striker. You have to be a good putter. And he's able to do that because he's such an elite player. He just hasn't quite finished he hasn't quite done what he needs to do but um yeah I mean you take into account who plays well at the farmers who plays at the farmers you know John Rahm is a history there Justin Rose is a history there um you look at guys who putt well on Poa Greens you look at guys who are straight drivers of the ball because the rough this week is really thick so you have to kind of just take into account all the different statistics and stuff that's going on but there definitely are things when you look and you're like all right this guy is from San Diego he loves Poe Greens let's go like I'm putting some money on Xander but <laughs> and a lot of, you know, I, I, from what I'm hearing, John Rahm being the favorite is is his most recent, you know, uh, obviously success. It, it, you're looking at it. I'm looking at it outright. It's it's Rahm at plus 950, at least on FanDuel, what I'm staring at. Um, Bryson's plus 1,700, and DJ's right there with him at plus 1,700, as well as Xander. And then Kepka's next at, at 1,800. Do you feel like they they nailed the the odds boards in terms of outright winner pretty well? Would you have diced it up any differently based off how these boys are all playing as of late? Yeah, I think if Rom hadn't tested positive for COVID and hadn't had to withdraw, and if he had gone out on Sunday and played good golf, um, or even just shot even far, I think he 
would have been worthy of this number one spot here, but I, I don't know if I love it. I might actually put Bryson. I mean, he is the defending champ. He's the one that every week is just getting insane odds. Um, or sorry, getting insanely short odds. So I, I don't know. I, I agree with Rom, but then I also don't agree with Rom because he really hadn't been playing that well before he started playing really well at the what's his face. So at the Memorial. So I, I do kind of agree. I like Dustin Johnson where he is. I mean, it, he has a lot longer odds this year than we've seen him in past years. Usually get him around eight to one. So um, I, I like the Dustin Johnson number. I think Xander should definitely, um, I'm sorry. Did you say Xander was up there with him? Yeah. He's tied. Okay, so uh, yeah. 17 yeah, to one. Also, yeah. I do agree with that. I'm surprised Cantley. Um, I saw Cantley on a different site around 20 to one. And I was, I was a little surprised about that because he did just win. Um, but yeah, I believe he leads the points standings wise, right? It, the FedEx cup points. Does, like but that really doesn't matter when it comes to like picking a winner for an event it's kind of like oh that's nice here's money <laughs> yeah what is give break us break us down kind of how how you like to bet do you have a, a specific method to your madness and then also because it's such a fun interesting board that you can kind of chop up again like the make miss cuts the winners of different groups it depends on how of course your certain sports book dices it up mm -hmm. but just take us in a little bit to your process of how you how you land on a winner or what you like to even fire on yeah so i like to just kind of pay attention to the guys with really really long odds um that have kind of been playing well as of late that you're seeing on thursday friday and then end up making the cut they might not you know finish top 10 but they might finish top 30 top 20 so i like looking for guys with insanely long odds like orion armor uh actually co crack is a bad example but just got like peter malnati guys that have really long odds you wait for them to kind of start to play well and then you pounce you put the top 20 on them and you know some of them you can get a plus 550 like i mean you can get really really good odds on them to finish top 20. I think I put a $5 bet on Victor Perez to finish top 20 at the masters. And I wish I'd put that $5 on him to finish top 10. Cause he finished top 10, but um, that's a great fire. Wow. Yeah. I, I won 50 bucks off the five, $5. So it, it was like, you know, 10 to one odds, which was just insane for a guy that I know. Cause I watch the European tour a lot and I'm, you know, very involved with that. And I'm like, all right, yeah he can play really well here. This is a course for him. Like, I really like him this week. Also, I think he's 200 to one, um, for the first round lead. <laughs> so, and I have him, he's one of my first round leader bets for my article, um, that will be out this week. So I, um, yeah, I like to bet just random stuff kind of guys that it's like, there's better chances. I don't want to say odds because like, obviously like odds are odds, but like, you know, this guy to finish top 20, I like it. Like Vince Whaley recently finished, was starting, was getting really close to that top 20 finish. I got him at top, like to finish on top 20, I think like two, three weeks ago. So that's the kind of stuff I do. I'm not big on outrights. Every once in a while, like if I see someone going into a course, I'm like, this guy is going to win. Like, you know, Cantley two weeks ago was a great example of someone that you see him going in. You just got to take it. You got to take it. Even if you only put five bucks on it, you do have to just take him for an outright because he is someone that plays really well at that course so i it just depends on the course but i usually do like the kind of prop bets yeah i like that and it's interesting on in lieu of the top 20 uh, i'm staring at it now here you can get some pretty i mean yeah. just as, as a guy that fires on pretty much everything when i see a, a speed minus 115 rory minus 115 dustin johnson minus 130 all these guys 
except for John Rom, are almost a little, you know, almost normal juice at the sports book. If you want to put down a, a casual hundred dollar bet, do you ever fire on like Deshambo, who's won this as well, reigning champ, minus one thirty, top twenty finish. Is that just not worth your time if you're over here ter- turning five bucks into fifty on long shot? Yeah. See, so I am not. Um, I don't gamble with large quantities of money. Like I'll kind of go into a week, like all right, I have ten or five fifty bucks, depending on how confident I am. So if it if it's not going to maximize my output or my whatever my return i'm just not going to bother a lot of the time with you know minus 110 or whatever so like the matchups i usually don't take the matchups because i just don't like those odds it's not worth it for me i'd rather put you know a hundred dollars on honestly victor prez to finish top 20 this week i'd put a hundred dollars on that before i'd put a hundred dollars on bryson to finish top 20 Oh, I love it. I might have to tail that, Amanda. That's just the kind of thing, though. But that's the thing. I I, I don't bet with a ton of money. So I'm like, I got to get the really good odds. And that's like when it hits, it just kind of covers everything, you know? Yeah, it's fascinating because odds in golf are are you're still getting i mean even with rom you're getting nine to one if he wins depending on when you fire it's it's fascinating like to me that's just like in any other sport you're like oh my gosh nine to one i mean that's like an mvp futures fire every weekend yeah i mean can you imagine like a football game right with the the money line at you know plus 900 for like the patriots versus the falcons in the super bowl or something or just you know that's a bad example because they're both really good in their super bowl but like just imagine that like imagine the best team (laughs) having like still plus 900 odds to win like that's what's so fascinating about this and that's actually i've really i've kind of gotten into like nascar betting because it's very similar to golf you have the outrights top 10 top fives and other stuff and i i guess matchups and whatnot but it's so similar in terms of the odds you're getting you know you're getting 10 to 1 20 to 1 30 to 1 and, and you're still getting good odds in the top 10 top fives so when I tell people like if you really want to like learn how to bet golf better if you're not a huge golfer go bet NASCAR, like learn how to bet that and then kind of bring that into the golf. Cause it's, it's really, it's essentially the same. And I think NASCAR is just a little bit like easier. I don't know to kind of figure out there's like less moving parts, even though it's the whole thing's moving. The next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free. I'm talking about NBA in-play. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. NBA InPlay turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcomes of plays and game props before they happen to claim your share of the prize pool. Best of all, a new contest starts every quarter of every game, giving you more ways to win. FanDuel is the exclusive home for NBA InPlay, so the action is always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app. The app is so easy to use, and it takes less than two minutes to sign up. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to, because NBA InPlay is available in every state. Don't miss your shot. Get in the game and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA InPlay today. Yeah, and in terms of just professionally looking at golf as a, a gambler and, and looking at it sharp, do you pick up on anyone in the field that you could share with us that looks at the painting in a specific way that it just 
typically wins and you're shocked at, cause again, it's kind of a timing is everything thing with these golfers yeah. and they'll get momentum and then they'll, they'll come out and they'll win, even though they've been playing like you, you alluded to well yeah. for, few, for several, several, uh, just tournaments in a row, but do you have anyone in the field that's just giving you the good burger secret sauce, if you will, to just how, how to approach golf. Cause I, I would like to be better at golf uh, at firing on golf yeah. and not just kind of blindly throw on like the top 10 guys. Do you, do you have any insight on just guys, that, guys or girls that do it and just continuously win? No, I don't know anyone that just continuously wins at any kind of betting, even if it is NBA <laughs> betting, if, even if you're taking money line in NBA, like, I don't know anyone that's, um, winning every week golf is a really hard sport to bet. And that's why it's fun because you get such a high return. And that's why it's like, when you go on a losing streak, it's like, even if you're losing for three weeks, you have one thing that hits, it covers everything. So, um, but no, I don't know of anyone that just continually hits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I love the, the little happy Gilmore shooter McGavin thing going on. It, it's dressed down, but we got a little DeChambeau and yeah. Brooks Kepka rivalry going on here. Do you enjoy seeing that in golf in general, like a little bit of, you know, hockey meets fake NBA beef? Like, is yeah. do you think that's good for the sport? I don't know if it's good for the sport in a traditional sense. It's good for the sport because it grows the game because it's getting eyes on it. It's, it's impacting things on social media. And it's great for me because I'm sarcastic <laughs> and that's how I get my points across is by making fun of stuff. And that's, you know, if, they're doing something stupid. It's gonna, you know, it's lots of jokes for me. So, um, I, it's kind of annoying. Like at first, I was like, "Man, Brooks is such a dick. Like, why is he hate, you know, Bryson so much?" And now I'm like, oh, "Okay, so they're in it together. That's great. Like, they're just gonna split the money, have fun, enjoy your life." Like now, I'm just kind of <laughs> over it. But, and then Bryson said this week, like they, you know, I guess they had called the USGA called Bryson's reps to see if he'd be okay being paired with Brooks this week. Yeah, talking about that, that. Bryson was like, "No." So it was kind of a shame. Do, do you but. think, and does that factor into, cause I feel like Brooks has a little football player in him. Like he, he plays better when he gets hit uh, a little, little Djokovic getting stronger as the sets go on and giving you a little tennis there. I kind of like Kepka getting riled up coming in. He's getting, you uh, know, with the match coming up, of course, um, you know, with, he, he's not in it, but Mickelson, you know, and, and DeChambeau, there's just a lot of beef kind of going on, especially with Aaron, even Aaron Rodgers and, and Brady. I just feel like all of that thrown in a little like quantitative versus qualitative. I feel like if there's one guy to maybe have an edge, it would be Kepka in, in that smack talk. Fair or foul. What, what say you? Yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, he is, I think Kepka's pretty smart. I think he knows what he's doing. And I just, I think he'll be fine this week. I mean, he played great at the PGA championship, another uh, tournament he's won. So I think he'll be fine going into this week. He didn't really do much of anything last week. I actually genuinely don't remember how he finished at Palmetto, but um, I, I like it. I think the fire coming into this week will be good for him. And I think, I think we're going to see some good stuff from books this week. Well, we'll get you out of here with this. Any, any just locks for the, for the podcast here on your way out a little winner top five top 10 i know you gave us perez on a top 20 or if you want to go the opposite and give us a little a little dark horse but just 
something for us to nibble on here while we got another day uh, or two before we fire here in Mickelson's backyard as well, by the way, yeah. of alma mater from my high school fun little crap <laughs> that no one cares about. It's okay. But uh, so I really like Patrick Reed for top 10 this week. He's another guy that's won here. Um, one of the farmers, he is not really been talked about his his odds have been a lot longer than they were you know like a year ago I I just I like Patrick Reed to have a great week this week and I also really like Xander for the top 10 I know I was kind of talking about him earlier best surface he knows this area he knows the course so I also like Xander this week for top 10 I love it and again I know you have an article coming out for this week to go take a deeper dive into the U.S. Open but just where can we check you out obviously on action and, and your social, but any, any particular things you want to plug, please tell us so we can yeah, just, um, make sure you're following action H action network HQ on Twitter. We've been doing some really fun fan interaction stuff. Um, we just filmed something for Bobby Bonilla day uh, for your Mets coming up. <laughs> oh my God. My buddy texted me every, I should text you. I, I should hit you up with it. My buddy has sent me probably seven years in a row. Happy Bobby Vanilla day every single year. That's amazing. But yeah, so make sure you're following um, the action account to see all of that fun stuff. Um, my first round leader article will be posted on there as well. So you can check the website or check all of our golf bet stuff, our golf bet handle. Also, we do everything on there. We have the gimme Wednesday nights, five thirty, eight thirty 30 Eastern. Um, every Wednesday night, we give our, you know, gimme our, weekly betting previews of the PGA tour event. Uh, like I said, that's on golf bet. So make amazing. Sure we'll have to check that out. Golf bets Wednesday nights. Thank you, Amanda. I appreciate you very much. Nice Thank to meet you. So you. Much. And that about does it for another episode of sports gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Big shout out to Amanda, who was insightful, incredibly interesting with her approach. Again, everybody looks at the painting a little differently when it comes to gambling I got a lot of value, and if you got better and I got better, then that conversation was a W for all who listened. So really appreciate Amanda stopping by the podcast, helping us get better at golf. I may have to go a little Perez top 20, still marinating on these top 10s, top 5s. I don't know. I do feel a little Kepka maybe doing something fancy for us. Big shout out to Amanda. Big thanks to Action Network. Again, you can fade or follow my picks on the Action Network under Alex Monaco. I am all in on just about every sport known to Nam. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you in Philly. Who, oh, by the way, on the series, if you need any comfort while you sleep tonight in your Casper mattress, it's minus 310 to win the series. So uh, as much as I told you to fire when they were down 1-0 and minus 142, Vegas still thinks this team's moving on. I know this team's moving on. Cash that same game fan duel parlay. I'll see you on the other side. Do not hesitate to subscribe, rate, or review. Check out all things volume sports. I had another live stream last night. We got another one tomorrow on the game six of Bucks and Nets. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out the problems on the ones and twos. We'll see you on Friday. Don't forget to hug your mothers.